Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. When the pressure of stress kind of builds up in a business, at times we have so much going on. It can feel like every request, everything that comes our way, whether it's coming in emails or direct messages or phone calls, can feel like pressure on your chest. It can feel like there's constantly something always pulling you in multiple directions. And what can happen is our sensors become maybe hypersensitive. We start to feel maybe that sense of pain and pressure constantly. And what can happen is it gets harder and harder to figure out what's really doable in your business. What's really something that's a manageable request versus something that's really too much. And what I want to talk about in today's session is how do you start to understand the difference between pain and discomfort. Therefore, you might be able to accomplish some things that seem impossible, and you might be able to develop a stronger and better kind of approach in managing things that are maybe too much and need an adjustment. All right. So I'm hoping this is going to help a lot of you today. And I'm hoping by me kind of sharing my story and my experience, it will be a little bit inspirational for you as well. So let's go back in time. Let's jump into our time machine and go back to last year. I know for many of us, you know, these last couple of years have been kind of crazy. There's just been a lot of unknown, a lot of uncertainty. And the challenge is when you're in that zone, it can feel like every move you make may not be the right one. Now, I bring that up because, yes, we're in unique times, but the reality is in your business, you're going to find yourself, maybe not in this extreme of a situation that we've all been in collectively in this last year and a half or so, but what I find is in our business, and especially as I've been in business, goodness, almost about 11 years now, that there's always times where I'm trying to figure out what direction to go. There are times when there's so many decisions that have to be made that they feel like that pressure. It can feel painful to make those decisions. It can feel worrisome that what if I do it wrong? And what if I do this? And when you start to get that like tension and anxiety, I even sometimes feel it in my back in a sense and always manifest into something um, physical. And what happens is we have to make sure that we're looking at things correctly because if we look at them the wrong way, we approach them the wrong way. Now, let me give you a little bit of background. The reason I came up with this title, kind of pain versus discomfort, is I've been doing a lot more stretching lately. I've been really trying to get into more working out. So I've been walking in the morning, which has been a huge part of me getting moving because, you know, I'm at my desk and sitting often. And what I've been trying to do is not only walk, 
you know, get in a little bit of workouts. Now we're starting to do some weightlifting, all that good stuff. But all of that requires me to make sure I'm stretching because otherwise I just feel super, super stiff um, the next day. And as I started to do some stretching, one of the instructors talked about when you're stretching, that there's a difference between that pain point when you're like, oh, I can feel it too much in my hip versus that discomfort where you get into a position and it doesn't feel so comfortable. It's stretching. Your muscle is trying to release, but it's not really pain. It's just a little bit discomfort because you're trying to ease into the right spot or you have a muscle that's a little bit too tight. And when I started to kind of physically feel that difference, when I started to kind of physically go on that journey of understanding the difference between when I'm in one position and if it's a little bit painful versus another position where it's a little uncomfortable, but it's actually a good thing. I started to figure out, is that something I could apply to my business? Is that perspective a way that I need to start looking at the decisions I need to make, the way I need to start looking at the challenges that I face in my business and making sure that I know that discomfort is maybe a part of me kind of stretching, a part of me growing, a part of me, like in the example from a stretching standpoint in the morning, that it's a part of my recovery process. It's part of my workout process. It'll make it so that I can do more in the future. And that's what I want you to start to think differently about the challenges that come your way. Instead of putting your shield up, your guard up, and almost feeling like you have to protect yourself from these things that come your way and these challenges that come your way, that some of them may actually be designed to help you get stronger, to help you rebuild, to help you for that next challenge that's coming your way. So therefore, what I want you to do is start to separate things out. Now, what I ended up having to do is I had to sit down and figure out, well, what do I define as pain? Like, what do I think is pain, especially when I think of it from my business standpoint? What are those things that are feeling painful? And the idea is understanding that when problems, challenges, and issues arrive, understanding when something is unhelpful and unhealthy. Now, let me give you an example. One of the things that creates pain, I really personally feel for me and my business, and maybe the same for you, so you can always let me know in the comments, is that often it's that rush to get things done. When you set deadlines for things that really aren't realistic, when you're standing, I guess, making your plan for the day and you say, oh my goodness, I got to get that email out today. And if you haven't gotten that email out yesterday, if you didn't get that email out before, why are you setting a deadline that means you're going to get it out today? Why are you taking everything that's maybe on your list, especially if you do a to-do list like I love to do? Often what we'll do is we'll put like 11 things on our list and we'll be like, I'm getting all of these things done today. That is not helpful. That is where your pain is coming from. And that was really one of my realizations for me is that when I started to build out my to-do list, when I started to work on the things that I need to get done in a week or in a day, I always have to take a step back and say, wait a minute, am I creating an unhealthy list of to-dos? Am I creating an unhealthy and unhelpful list of deadlines? Do I need to sit back and say, 
my day is supposed to go well. It's supposed to run smoothly. I'm not supposed to feel at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock that I'm already behind schedule. And therefore, I need to make sure as me, the business owner, the leader, the founder, the, you know, all those great titles um, that we all carry in a sense is I need to make sure that I flex my title with myself and make sure that I'm making the adjustments that I need to make so that I'm not creating that pain. And that was probably one of the biggest things that I paid attention to better last year. Now, I'm not trying to say I'm perfect at it. I'm not trying to say that I don't still fall down every once in a while. And I bring that up to say it's not about the perfection. What it's about is recognizing the bad habit in a sense. It's recognizing the way of creating that pain for myself. And by recognizing it, what I try to do is remove more and more of it out of my schedule. What I try to do is instead of telling my team when they ask me for something, and I know I can't get to it, but I really want to be able to get to it. Instead of them saying, oh, I'll work on an hour. I'll get it done today. I sit back and I go and look at my calendar first and say, if I'm booked for the day, I'm not going to be able to work on this. So therefore, most of my project work, most of the things that I need to get done for my team, if it's something that takes me more than 15 minutes to do, I often will have to default my deadlines to knocking it out on a Friday or a Monday because those are my days to get major projects and tasks done. And what I have to do is have the discipline to make sure that I'm not creating that pain. All right. Now, sometimes when we talk about this pain, it's not always self-induced. It's not always us as the actors or the deliverer of pain. Sometimes what happens is people bring it to our doorstep. People call us up and say, hey, I'm going to get on the phone. Let's chat. Do you have any time today? If you've already started your day, if you've already have meetings on your calendar for the day, changing your calendar to try to meet with someone the same day, to me, that should be emergency status. That should be that that meeting is required the same day as is requested or within 24 hours of its requested because the topic is something that needs to be addressed truly within those 24 hours. However, often, what you may find too, I even found for myself, is that often those requests were not emergencies. They were not things that had to be done. They were just requests that were coming to me. And this person wanted to get it done. They had the desire to get it done. And it didn't mean I didn't want to get it done too. I did too. But the idea is I can't treat non-emergency meetings like they're emergencies. Non-emergency tasks like their emergencies. Things that are not on my top one, two, three things to get done for that week. I can't work on item eight when I have item one, two, and three not finished. And that comes into place, especially if you're a person that has a large team. Because what you want to do is you want to respond to your team and get them their information quickly. When you're a person that does coaching or has clients, you're an agency, often you want to respond to your clients very quickly. And what you have to do is you have to figure out how and when you will respond to clients and let them know or ask them, hey, is this something urgent that we need to talk about today? Or can we meet during our scheduled meeting time instead? 
is this something that you need resolved within the next 24 hours? Or can we book the meeting on Wednesday? If someone asks you for a proposal, instead of being like, I'll send it today or I'll send it tonight, ask a person, is it okay if I send it by the end of the week? Or is it okay if I send it after the holiday weekend? And by having that dialogue, often you'll be super surprised how many people are like, yeah, end of the week, perfectly fine. Or yeah, Monday's fine. Or, oh, you know what? I have something else going on tonight and tomorrow anyway. So um, send it over to me in a couple of days. And by having that kind of courage to clarify the urgency of requests that you receive, you will be able to reduce some of that pain. You'll be able to put yourself back into the driver's seat of those painful situations where you feel like you have to kind of jump into like fight or flight mode in your business. When in reality, it's not really time for that. You've just gotten into that reaction. And that used to happen to me all the time. I use a lot of tools like Slack. I use a lot of tools like WhatsApp. And I love those tools because it allows me to have dialogue and talk to people in real time. However, I had to learn, and this is probably one of my biggest lessons from last year, is that when I sent someone a message, when someone sent me a message, if I had meetings for the rest of the day and I wouldn't be able to get back to them, I'd let them know and say, hey, I'm going to be stuck in meetings. I won't be able to listen to this message until tomorrow, or I won't be able to jump in until this time. Is that okay? Or do you need something sooner? And by me being a little bit more clear on what I had going on and how do we balance our priorities, I found I built built better and stronger relationships because we had those discussions now out in the open. And that's the key, is that your relationships with your clients, your relationships with your team, your relationships with partners, collaborators, opportunities, influencers, you know, even when you bump into or meet someone that you feel has a greater status, greater pull, greater whatever you're attributing to them. We all are trying to balance our lives. We're all trying to make sure that we stay away from that pain. And therefore, you want to make sure that you can have frank and candid conversations to set deadlines, set expectations. And if you can start to move those things around, you may see a huge difference in what you do. All right. Now, there's one thing of defining pain. But the challenge sometimes is that we don't always categorize as pressure and pain because the idea is many of these things are skills that can be learned. Many of these things are things that can be done. Now, I don't want to push you into something that just going to make you break out into a sweat. So what I want you to do is realize that, hey, these are skills I have to build. So create the space and time to do it. Practice with a friend if you need to go live. If you have to do something you haven't done before, get some practice doing it. Get some help. Get a mentor. Get someone to coach and support you through the process so you're not doing it alone. And that way we can take something that can feel like a red hot powder keg scenario and we can start to move it over to that discomfort zone because you put the right support in place to help you get there. And I think that's the other key is it's making sure that you're doing the right move, the right activity. If I go back to my stretching example, you know, if I've been walking or sitting, I need to make sure I'm doing a 
hip stretcher or hip opener as they talk about, because that's the area that needs that attention. And I got to make sure I'm doing the right effort and activity. But today I might stretch just a little bit. Tomorrow I'll stretch a little bit more. The next time I might stretch and lift up my arms so I get a full stretch down my full body. And that way I'm working myself into where I need to be. And that's what I want you to do with your business. And that's how you start to move from everything feeling like pain and breaking up these lines and breaking up things between that discomfort and pain. Because now what you're starting to do is allow yourself to grow, allow yourself to recognize the discomfort, set the right deadlines so you have the time to get better to grow, to lean into those stretch opportunities, and then ultimately be able to master new skills. All right. So thank you for hanging out with me today. I'm hoping this dialogue concept might put a little bit of a light bulb on for you, might help you as you move into the rest of your week. And as you try to tackle your next project, it's making sure you're understanding if something is in one of those two categories and based on them, making sure that you feel prepared to handle and stop that pain, but be comfortable and ready for that discomfort and use it as a true growth opportunity. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. As always, if you have any questions, let us know in the comments. If you're listening to us live from our podcast, you can always send us emails with questions or jump on our social media channels, and we'll help you clarify any points or anything that we talked about in today's segment of Spark. All right. Take care, everyone.